Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. On this 1-0 from Javier. Seager hits a high fly ball. Deep right field. A bomb in the first. Right away, a statement. Right away, shock value. Watch where this pitch is. It is at the top of the zone. When you think about where that pitch is and that location of the strike zone, he crushes it. Hey, that wasn't so bad. That was John Smoltz during the World Series. John Smoltz is going to join us at 9 o'clock this morning, known throughout DFW as the World Series Rangers hater. And yesterday, I tweeted, what questions would you like us to ask for Smoltz? And the Metroplex has not forgotten. No, That became crystal clear with all of my social media replies. John Smoltz at 9 today. Which, you know, I wasn't sure, and I should have known better. But, like, you know, sometimes if you you win, you get the last laugh. Yeah. You you can get past all that. Right. But Twitter is not necessarily uh, the world. Twitter doesn't forget things. You may forget in your regular life, but the moment you go on Twitter, you become the petty guy. Yeah, they. Uh, I'm looking through some of the suggestions we got here. <clears throat> Do the Diamondbacks still have a chance and why? That's something that we need to ask. Uh, just say Orioles and then sit back and relax for the rest of the segment. You won't need to say another word. <laughs> uh, ask him why the Braves lost so many World Series and was it his fault? Yeah. Um, People went after the hairline. Man, they did. Uh, if he still thinks Arizona can make a comeback to win the World Series. Look, I got to give it to this Arizona crowd, man. How mm. much better was Glavin than you? <laughs> I mean. I got Play that again, because listen to the background. It's dead silent in there when he talks about the Arizona crowd. Look, I got to give it to this Arizona crowd, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can hear, like, individual clapping. 
Why was he such a hater? Uh, why was he biased? Uh, ask him anything related to male pattern baldness. Jeez. Yeah, they oh, just, man. they were going in. Why is he a hater? <laughs> Questions we can't read on the air. Is there, bad. is there any way that John Smoltz is unaware of any of this? Is, oh, there, I, is there any way while he was calling mm. the World Series that, that this did not get back to him? Is there any possible way? I don't think he's on social media. He's not on, no. he's not on Twitter. Is there any possible way he's completely unaware of what we're going to hit him with at nine today? I think there's a small chance just because he's not on social media, but I could have swore. Yeah, who is he, Tony Pollard? Yeah, right. I could have swore he said, he like alluded to the haters at some point. Well, we've asked him about the Joe Buck stuff before. We've asked him about this topic in general. There's no way he hasn't come across Somebody. At least a handful of Rangers fans walking into the stadium or anything else where somebody has yelled him, why do you hate the Red? Like, it's, he's ha- he has to hear it. He has to know that's the opinion. Yeah, but I wonder if he, like, groups that in with all the other general, you know, thought from fans. True. Or he knew that this became a thing in DFW during the World Series and during the playoff run. I mean, he genuinely hates the Rangers. So, I mean, he has to know <laughs> that it's a real thing. Uh, because the the way he called those guys, he did at times. It was here's what I, I the 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 best explanation I could have for it when it was going on was he's trying to, especially during the Rays series and the Orioles, he's trying to present some level of interest. Like, hey, yeah. we got to we got to create some level of interest. Here's here. how they can come back. Yeah, there's got to be some. We we can't just sit here and watch the Rangers run through. Yeah. I, I mean, the the Astro series was great, but the other series, the Rangers were running through teams, right? Mm-hmm. And so he's got to present something of like, hey, we're 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 in the entertainment business here. We've got to create some level of, you know, conflict or interest. Yeah. And, the, and you know, I'll try to present this. Like, during the during the season, the Orioles and Rays were bigger stories than we were. Right? So, like, um, at least the Orioles. The Rays had been there, right? The Rays had been there for years and years and years. But the Orioles were, like, the 100-win team, and they were a great story. I think once, you know, the Rangers were a – Cute wild card sneaky. They were no. Oh, yes. Let's make no mistake no about it. Like Tampa Bay, they were they were a ninety nine win team. They had the the, the historic start. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to equate this to um, I don't if the Warriors are the one seed back in the day during their prime, and they're down two one in the series. Right, the eighth seed is not getting the attention right. from Mike Breen and Van Gundy and Mark Jackson. It's What's wrong with the Warriors? Why yes. are the Warriors struggling? What do the Warriors have to do to come back? But, and I wonder if Smoltz treated the Rangers like that eight seed versus not the Baltimore and the Rays or the Yankees and the Red Sox, but I wonder if they're like, these are the higher seeds. These are clearly the better teams. But, that does not explain the World Series. But we did get that. We did get that here in Dallas. Like the 0607. Warriors beating the number one seed Mavs, the 67 win Mavs, the entire series was look at these, look at these little ruffians, these, these, yeah. these Golden State Warriors, these 42. Look how fun they are. Look, look, they are just the Mavericks are totally like, you know, they're they're totally confused right. by them. Don Nelson, what a genius, the way he's bodying up Dirk. Ah. He's he's figured this out. And they did cover the Warriors like they were the story. They did. I think, though. Oh, John Smoltz was on that call, too. He was I'm not. You, you made the comparison. Breaking news. You picked one series. You, you made the comparison. I showed you we had no, it. No, the comparison I made was legit, like, uh, you know, to where the mighty team. Now, the Orioles yeah. and the Rays are not mighty, but no. you're picking a one-off. The point is, is but also the, the higher-up seed is going to get 
the the majority of the attention. Generally, they are. Like the Commanders, if they if they're in first place this year at the midway point, the Commanders are going to get very little attention for that. It's what's wrong with the Cowboys and Eagles. Right. That's it. The Mavericks case. Learn. learn. I think that was a situation of learn. Basketball people looked at that Mavs team as an affront. You can't make your big time point and then uh, put your, put your lip beeswax on. Put your burp cheese on. Yeah. I'm chapped. You've chapped. I, I, <laughs> I, I think I think that the basketball people just hated that Mavs team because they did hate the Mavericks. They were they were an affront to the NBA. They were soft. They weren't physical. It was like how dare these people have 67 wins? I thought that's how they looked at them. I think that's why they did that. This this was different. Like I, I get what you're saying, and I agree, Sean, about like. The Orioles were being like, they were the story. Like, what's wrong with the Orioles? And then it's, you know, Houston's like the oh, Houston, the, the, the juggernaut, right? Yeah, they've, they've been the World Series or the AL. They're like the Chiefs. They're the Chiefs of baseball. Yeah. The story is Houston losing, not the Rangers right. winning. Now, you get to the World Series, and it's like. Nationally. It, yeah. Now you do the World Series, and maybe Smalls just likes the NL better, but that's not, you play for the Red Sox, too. Uh, or it's that, you know, the Diamondbacks, since they had to go through. The Dodgers and the Brewers and Philly. They just went through a gauntlet of like of his a great team, whatever. I don't know. Or maybe he was just so used to rooting against the Rangers that he was just like, well, shoot, man. Let's just stay on brand now. All right. That's what it is. We'll ask him. Nine o'clock. Let's see. Here on the Home of the World Series champs. Ask him um, if he still has Diamondbacks in nine. So we'll throw out all these different things. Why is Buster Posey's name coming up in surprise? Boy, that's a uh, that is a lofty comparison that you're going to make, and it was given to one Justin Foscu, the Rangers' first round draft pick in 2020. Another uh, Mississippi State contribution. The, the 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 Texas Rangers are the pipeline for Mississippi State. Because what is Foscu, Nate Lowe, Mitch Moreland? Wasn't uh, wasn't Rafi? Rafi was Mississippi State. Will Clark. Uh, Will Clark. And then, of course, we have Dak Prescott in Dallas as well. I mean, if you want to just continue the DFW Mississippi State love. Uh, But Justin Foscue, the article from Kennedy Landry up there, she spoke to a couple different people, Bruce Bochy, Donnie Ecker, the offensive coordinator. And the praise that they're giving to Justin Foscue is really, really high. Donnie Ecker said, any player that walks more than they strike out, it's a timeless principle that's really going to help them at the major league level. He's already got that foundation that we really like, and then you add in his contact ability. His demeanor in the cage is very much the way Buster Posey was. He was very quiet, very detailed, very internalized, and it's just a trait that you see with a lot of the best hitters. I like his hitting IQ. His IQ and game plan are major league ready right now. And that's the biggest thing we continue to hear about Foscue with him coming up is people just saying he's a professional hitter. Like, that's what he does. He is just a pro at the plate. Now, what Sandler had mentioned to us yesterday was that if you've got Foscue here, you're looking at he's just going to be your DH, basically. That there's not really a spot for him in the infield to do anything. Even though last year he played at AAA Round Rock, he played second base, third base, DH, and first base. And has said he's comfortable playing first. He's taken a lot of work at the corner so far while he's been in uh, Arizona. But the idea is that essentially he'd be just a DH up here. And that's the only way that he's getting work. So now the question becomes, okay, how much of what Foskey brings to the table is, is this the same question that they were asking about Willie Calhoun? Remember Willie where it was like he's DH Willie. only. There's nothing else that you can get from him. And is the hit tool good enough that you can justify having a guy who's only going to contribute at DH for you? Man, I'll tell you. Like I, don't, I know the game has changed, but like I just hate the idea of using somebody who's in their early 20s as a DH. I know the game has completely changed, but like that is that is a position where 
you've got somebody who's in the league, you know that they could play, and you're using the DH as a way to a give well, them. You don't know if they can defend sometimes, right? You know, you know, but like you know, like Edgar Martinez, right? He couldn't stay healthy. The DH him, right? Yeah. Not that, not, not that he was a terrible. Field. I don't. I don't remember his. I don't remember the 1993 Mariner defensive metrics. Yeah. But you get the point, right? He couldn't stay healthy. So you got to DH him. I get it. It's a smart thing to do. Taking somebody who's 23 years old and saying, here you go, just throw out that there as a DH. I don't know. If, if if they're a great hitter, they can rake, and they can rake at this level, then sure. But I don't know. It who, just seems like a bad who idea. Who mentioned Posey, by the way? Uh, Donnie Ecker. Who had worked with Posey before oh in San Francisco, and so that's somebody who's got experience with Posey and, and says that. Now Justin Foscu had told Kennedy Landry, he said, "Obviously, there's more to my game than just hitting, but I think I'm going to be used more as a hitter in some parts of the season, and I need to be prepared for that." In terms of playing first base, he said, "I feel comfortable. There's some things like double plays, pivoting, and maybe bump plays or holding guys. All the intricacies and non-normal plays about first, I probably need to get more work in, but I feel as comfortable as I can over there as I do it." So I mean, look, if you're if you've got him up here as a DH, is he an option if, look, Nathaniel Lowe, does he need a, a break? Does he go through a stretch like he went through last year where maybe he's got a tough few weeks? That's why Peyton was trying to get him kicked off of the baseball team last mm, year, as you recall. Right. Uh, that if he's going through a tough stretch, can you get Foskey some work in there? Give Nathaniel Lowe a day off? Can you, you know, if there's an injury like we saw last year to, you know, guys getting hurt at different points of the season. Josh Young's got a calf issue right now. Can he step in? Can he play third? Those are the sort of things that maybe you hope that he can contribute at. But in terms of consistently contributing it sounds like he's dh or nothing right now eric chiafalo wreaking havoc in the rangers clubhouse yesterday one of the relief additions danny duffy being asked about clubhouse pranks from chio yesterday on gbag in your time in baseball did you have a team or a teammate that was mr prankster guy myself in kansas city for sure we we got after it uh, in the clubhouse trying to get laughs and keep people loose if you need any uh, pranking tips, you should ask your uh, your position coach, old Mad Dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. You hear about his brother. Yeah, yeah. Listening to those conversations and around Greg and him, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Those guys will keep you on your toes. That dude was peeing on guys. Oh, I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. Greg was doing some gold, golden shower stuff. Mm. Yeah, he was so... Uh, it was, a, it was a no-joke situation around Greg. You got to be careful. You got to be careful around Mad Dog, too, probably. I'm going to keep my head on a swivel, that's for sure. Is pantsing still a thing? We're not doing the pantsing no, thing no, anymore? No, no. You never did the pants, and then like, and then you like step on the shorts, and then you push them down because he can't do anything about it? I have never. That's not the move? I've never done any of that. that, that uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I want to get uh, reported. Man, Eric asked this so calmly and coolly. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm happy to be wrong here. But I'm going to assume that one of the bosses heard this on GBAC. I'm pretty sure we're not supposed to play that. It was, uh, it was played in the expressway yesterday. Well, someone must have had a meeting. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to play the act of that. I'm 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 pretty sure I'm happy to be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Uh but Eric Chiafalo getting it done. Has Ollie pantsed you in public yet? He came close once. He came close once. Uh, he was playing doctor the other day, you know, trying to make my father happy finally since his two other sons failed him. And again, the stethoscope, you know, he's trying to do every part of the body. Every part? Yeah. Whoa. He finally got to the last part, and I had to have a little discussion with him. Had to have a little talk with him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Had to <laughs> say, no, no, no. No, no. No, this is, no <laughs> this, is a, this is a no-go area. This is a no-go. I never got the pantsing situation from the kids. I did. They know better. They, they they know that uh, they'll, they'll get a swift backhand if that occurs. 
Julian did, middle of South Lake Town Square. We were walking in. The- <laughs> oh, everything? Oh, so bougie. Yeah, he, he, got, he got a hold of everything. He just brought him down. We were Fancy. Walk- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> big time. Fancy. Had to return some stuff, and uh, there, there they go. There they go, pants all the way down. Wow. Would you ever get pants in public, or you get the nut shot? Oh, pants. Yeah, I don't get pants. I'd rather get the nut shot. Nut shot is just. I'm talking about in public. If I'm everything, everything pulled yeah. down. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. have the nut shot. I, I'd rather have everything pulled down than get that. That is the worst feeling in the world. Terrible. Nauseated. By, yeah. By the way, way, I, I don't want to hear anything about childbirth until the, those ladies feel the little shot down there. Perfect segue. <laughs> uh, congratulations to Zach Walchuk flying back as soon as he landed in Arizona for his baby girl being born. So congratulations to Walchuk and soon to be Mrs. Walchuk for the little 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 one. Absolutely, that's got to be an anxious text to land to. Open up with like, "Hey, water broke. Time to time to hop on a plane." Yeah, Jump back. Back. exactly. Spittle's like, "How many paternity days are we losing here, Sharif? You're taking yours. Like, no more. You put down you put we, down we, a chastity. <laughs> but they're gonna get fan chastity belts. <laughs> yes, here for our next so giveaway. We've reached our uh, quota yeah. of." Uh, Paternity uh, leave for the Paternity year. Paternity leave. Changing my first name to Chastity. Are we being too mean to LeBron's kid and get ready to pay peak pricing for your fast food? Next on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex <laughs> heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived spring spring is here which means it's the perfect time to get away in the hyundai you've always wanted visit the hyundai getaway sales event where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning hyundai models like the tech-filled tucson and kona as well as the spacious palisade enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with america's best warranty and three years or thirty-six thousand miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event now get zero percent apr or up to fifteen hundred bonus cash on the hyundai tucson now during the hyundai getaway sales event offers end soon call 562-314-4603 for details why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. What are you guys arguing about as I'm in the bathroom? This is like the the Sean versus Sean, which is the same pronunciation, Wait, no, basically. Say it again. Sean. Your name is Sean. No, the, it's his Sean. Name is Sean. 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 I, Sean. We just said the same thing. No, no but you're we're saying, saying it like, sounds kind of like with yeah. a U. We're saying Sean. You're saying Sean. There's a difference. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we were talking about, I was, I was looking at uh, his Michigan shirt. 
And uh, I was reminded of GaylordGolfMecca.com, and I was thinking of Mackinac Island. And I had seen a note that the longest tenured mayor in the country is in Mackinac Island. And I just had asked him if he knew that, and he got all caught up on the fact that I said mayor. 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 Like mayor. the horse. Like Mayor Eric Johnson. Mayor. Mayor. It's- all right, so you're not saying mayor. No. Okay, mayor. do you think that the M-A-Y-O-R has one or two syllables? It's one syllable word, mayor. It's a one syllable word? Mayor. I do mm-hmm. believe uh, the dictionary would say it's two syllable Peyton words. Agrees with me. Well, uh, the dictionary was created if, by uh, mainstream leftists. If, uh, uh, Chop and I. <laughs> 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 if Peyton disagree, agrees with you on English, that's typically a lot. Look, we say y'all words. down here. That's we fine. say Sean. We say lots of things. Right, mayor. Well, mayor. That's what I said. Mayor. Yeah, there's two syllables in mayor. Mayor, mayor, mayor. So you're wrong. Mayor, what, what mayor. You're 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 like uh, Bob Baffert over here. You're talking East Coast horses yeah. once again. When, mayor. Listen, okay. When Goldie Wilson ran for mayor in Back to the Future I'm Part be One, mayor he didn't someday. say to be mayor. He goes, "I'm gonna be mayor." All right, y'all tell said. y'all tell us who's right on the chartright.com syllable text line eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. It's like saying crown. Oh, is it a crayon? Yeah. Crown. Oh, no. I say Who crayon. Says crowns. There are some people say crown, and some people I say think crayons. Said crayons. People say crayons. Yeah. Mayor. Is it one mayor. syllable or two? Mayor. And Bobby's saying mayor. Isn't mayor young? Uh, a mayor. A mayor, M A R E, is a uh, was a young female horse, I think. Or, yeah, uh, sure. That's, like that. what, that's what you're saying. Old female horse? Yeah. All right. Like pear instead of pear. The. What? I'm saying like pear. Like it sounds like pear instead of pear. Yeah, pear. Mayor. Is not right. You know that, right? Well, I'm saying, yes, that's not right. Just like mayor is not right. It's mayor. Okay. Well, let's see what the fan text says. And Twitch and YouTube. Uh, LeBron James is not very oh, he's not very happy over ESPN's latest mock draft. No, he's not. Their latest mock draft has Bronny. Uh, let's see. Where do they have Bronny? Oh, not in the draft. That's correct. Not in the draft. Uh, now, they have him in next year's draft as a second rounder, which is not a great sign. Now, Bronny was the 20th overall rated prospect on ESPN's top 100 going into this year, like uh, from the recruiting profile. Um, and look, he's five points a night at USC. He's a rotational guy. Not, nothing, nothing to be ashamed of, but... Not necessarily what I think a lot of people thought he was going to be. Yeah, Sandler is diehard USC. Went there, said he's a complimentary player. Guessing he'll become a better spot-up shooter, good passer, smart player, far from a star. Just a freshman, it used to not be a bad thing when a freshman averaged 5, 3, and 3. Yeah, look, I mean, and college basketball is so different. I mean, the 30-second shot clock, it's more ball movement. It's not an isolation situation. Uh, the, sh- the games are shorter. It is not uncommon to have a really, really good player score 11 points a night. Like, that's not uncommon, right? Um, this is five. So this is even less than that. But uh, LeBron did decide to chime in on social media, and these are del- he has since deleted these. Soft. Yep. Uh, and this is uh, These are his tweets from yesterday. Can y'all please Acting just... Acting like a mayor instead of a king. That's yeah. right. That's... <laughs> not even a strong mayor. Yeah. A, weak, a weak mayor. Uh, a female mayor. <laughs> Oh, all females are mares. Wow. They're hor- female horses. Whoa! I'm talking about the female horses. Carry over the- from yesterday's wow. post-show meeting. <laughs> I'm talking. 
Wow. Just like Again, both, just like the post show, you guys are misunderstanding my joke. That was an all time, all time in. It was. Uh, here, here's what LeBron says about Bronny, uh, basically about the mock drafts. Can y'all please just let the kid be a kid and enjoy college basketball? The work and results will ultimately do the talking no matter what he decides to do. If y'all don't know, he doesn't care what a mock draft says. He just works, earn, not given. Sounds like he doesn't care. Sounds like you don't care, LeBron. Um, oh gosh. The next tweet. He, I might have to throw him into my ass credit from like to unlike. He's so, he's so unlikable. He's so triggered. He's so thin-skinned. He's so hypocritical. You put your kid in, and good for you, you, you should, fine. You put your kid in commercials and movies and Hollywood yeah. production and hype, 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 hype. And then all of a sudden, someone doesn't include them in their mock draft. Did not have some type of insulting write-up, moved them to the next year, and you get all butthurt about it. Yeah. And then you're just like, leave him alone. Don't focus on him. Don't pay attention to him. The prince. I'm the king. He's the prince. But don't pay attention to him. Even though you've tied yourself, you made the story really about you, at least to someone like me, because Bronny being drafted to me is not bro- about Bronny as the player. It's about LeBron as the free agent. You're drafting possibly LeBron you if are. it works out like this. Plus, he's a terrible father. Oh. Yeah, well. I mean, his kid's only 6'3. He's 6'9. That's very selfish. I mean, nice. he didn't give his kid his height. I mean, that's just terrible. Okay. That's yeah, terrible. That's, a, that's him. That's, that's him for it's sure. That's all him. Yeah. <laughs> LeVar Ball gave, uh, you yeah, know, he, he gave his kids he gave LaMelo a 6'7". Yeah, I mean, what, what a generous father. What a, what a terrible father. Selfish dad. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. So, he continues. And to all of the kids out there striving to be great, just keep your head down, blinders on, keep grinding. These mock drafts don't matter one bit. I promise you, only the work matters. Let's talk real basketball people. The peace sign and then uh, the king crown. On the surface, I mean, like, yeah, like just, just keep working. Like the, the the mock drafts will come, but LeBron's never shied away from publicity, and to not and to kind of not want it out there now is just like All right. what this says though is either LeBron really cares about this and is calling attention to it and is doing the very thing like like working against what he says his his son is doing, which. He's got the blinders on. Where you're, you're not throwing up blinders. You're putting this in everybody's face. So it's either that or you're lying and it actually did bug Bronny and that's why you took to Twitter to complain about it. So either way, it's not a good look and that's probably why he ultimately deleted it. Yeah, I'm surprised he took it down. If you are the Memphis Grizzlies at seven, do you call the James family, call Rich Paul mm. and say, come out this year. We're taking you at seven to have... Dad, come along. We're going to get job back. We're a Western Conference contender, right? Memphis is one of these teams next year that people will have top five in the West. Yeah. They're picking at seven. Come on out. You still make a wink-wink deal if you're Oklahoma City at 10 and 11. You bring LeBron James to freaking Oklahoma City yeah. along with his son. You're, you're, you're a possible contender with a mid to late first-round pick. You're the Pelicans of 14. You're still guaranteeing Bronny. Come on out. Don't worry about all this. We'll take you. What'd sure. You I, I mean, what? People are always willing to guarantee, like, Giannis's brothers a spot. Those dudes yeah. are very good. And so, Miami I mean, at 16. Well, that's sure. a little different. I don't know where Giannis's brothers drafted. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> what? I was coughing. I didn't hear what you said. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, because, because you, I, I was trying to figure yeah. out. What did you say? I said, where was Giannis's brother drafted? That could be different than... 
burning the number seven pick. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Versus, okay, we'll sign you as a free agent off the street just so we can uh, make the Greek pick freak 60. happy. Okay. But by the way, real quick, this is how bad the, the those teams are that, at the very, very top. The bottom three teams in the NBA, which would be the top three in the draft, have lost 27 of their last 30 combined. Wait, right now? Right now. Wow. Awful. And then if you add in teams five and six, Portland and Memphis, only because Charlotte's been 500, they're seven and 43 in their last 50. Oh, that's just awful. Okay, so that's LeBron not happy with ESPN's mock draft, putting Bronny second round 2025. Which the fan text is in general on LeBron's side on this. Or maybe the Mavs can just use Bassick's first round pick and we can take him. Right, yeah. We can pull this off. They're, they're, They're saying relax, he's being a dad, he's sticking up for his kid. But to me it's like, Okay, but I, I I don't feel like that's just natural protective dad behavior to go. Hey, you didn't include my son. Like that feels like um, like Karen behavior to me. Like why 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 isn't my kid included? Like yeah. that doesn't feel like you're you're supposed to be way above this to yes. respond to something like this. You know what I mean? Like when you are like Taylor Swift isn't responding to these New York Post or whoever wrote the articles about her being a lesbian. Now her, her attorney. Right, but she doesn't give time to it. Right. Sheep's wolves. She gets Kanye thrown out of the Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't actually do it herself. She yeah. tells somebody to do I it. I mean, look. I mean, he doesn't. He didn't have to respond to this. Now he could have said, "Why is this even an article? It's a mock draft." Yeah, like that's it, why. Yeah, I know, but like somebody wrote an article about it. Obviously, it was like, "Oh, you know, LeBron's kid is not in the mock draft." Like, okay, like they're obviously using his son's name. Yeah. to promote a mock draft that he's not a part of. Is that a low blow? Yeah, sure. I mean, it absolutely is. Like, you don't need to use his kid's name to promote your mock draft. Just promote your mock draft by the by the. I mean, that, that, the name, that is the name, though. Yeah. Like, uh, regardless of what it. happens in this draft, that is the name. All right. Are we getting peak pricing for fast food? Surge. Surge, Surge. pricing? Surge, Surge pricing. Um, this is uh, potentially coming. To thousands of locations, courtesy of, I believe, a very underrated place, Wendy's. Mm. Dude, Wendy's is strong. Yeah, I haven't been there. I just don't. I don't go there. It's not top of mind. The chili, the junior bacon cheeseburger, the double stack. It's nuggets. all good. Spicy chicken oh, sandwich, spicy fantastic. chicken nuggets, the spicy nuggets. Yeah, the baconator is legendary. It's great stuff. They have six thousand locations, and they are gonna do this. Uh, do, do a test kind of test market kind of thing. To conduct surge pricing or dynamic pricing. You see airlines do this. Like, as the flight books up, you, you may be sitting in your seat. You paid $150 for it, and the guy next to you paid $575. Sure. Right? I, I've you always did. said I want more companies to act like the airlines. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're saying that, you know, let's just say, for example, that during peak lunch or peak dinner hours, that a quarter-pound burger would be a dollar more. Or a dollar fifty more, or two dollars more. This is garbage. In order to, I don't, I don't, I don't know. The reasoning is, they're th- they're they're going to test it out to see if it's you know help with staffing, uh, bring fewer people to the restaurant, more more uh, more revenue, fewer people, less workers. Steven actually works for them. I think it's a lunatic, lunatic idea. It's crazy. It's probably smart. It's probably smart to make more money, but it's crazy. I don't know that it does. I think people start checking out of fast food restaurants more. I mean, do you think that fast food consumption has gone down in the past two or three years when there's no such thing as a dollar menu and you right. can't go get an extra value meal for less than $10? Yeah, but if you start hitting them with like 
dynamic pricing and saying like we're gonna start surge pricing you if you order it between these hours like people are just gonna start ordering from other places yeah like, like i know, would like, like with bs a, with as expensive as everything like i would just i i love wendy's on principle i just wouldn't order from there anymore like, because that's yeah. ridiculous like i'd want them to see like hey this is mm-hmm. consumers telling you cut this ass yeah. out it's crazy i like yeah, I mean, I get it. You're you're busy at. Uh, what do you want to keep the line shorter? Is that what they're looking to do, or are they just looking to bilk people out of money? You uh, from Tolo D. Data shows that U.S. consumers spent more than 11 percent of their disposable income on eating, whether at home or at a restaurant in 2022, the highest percentage since 1991. I assume that's because costs have gone up on food. That, that's my assumption in there, uh, which it's gone up on everything. Food no different. It sucks. Good luck going to a grocery a grocery store. These these things are double. You want to buy those those Keurig pods? I mean, like thirteen fourteen dollars now for like uh, if you don't want to get the donut shop ones. Are kickoff returns coming back? And is the NFL going to fix the fumbling problem? Part of below the belt. Then John Smoltz right here on the fan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Tacovas is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. The great Bobby Belt. You ruined the morning show. Don't make me take off my belt. Don't make me no, take no, off my belt. We're not. Kickoffs might be back, but the worst rule in football is definitely back. More on that in just a second. First, Below the Belt is brought to you by Johnson Fitness and Wellness Home Fitness Equipment Stores. Sean Sharif, you have said repeatedly, worst rule in all of sports is? Um, I'm trying to figure out if it's the worst rule. I'm trying to decide what, what what's a worse rule. The fumbling through the end zone or right up there at the top is down without contacting college football. I hate that. Ooh, I, I, yeah. I've been praying for 
that to cost someone a game for that rule to be changed. Oh, it has. Someone breaks away. Oh, yeah. Throughout the course of history of the sport. Has it? Oh, yeah. At the I'm Cotton talking about Bowl. someone breaks away. They're clears day for the final 10 yards. Turf monster. Turf mm-hmm. monster. They look up the video board, and no one is within 15 yards at the Cowboys defense against the Packers. Ouch. And they stumble, fall down at the one game over. They need to change that. Change it to, like, the pros. Who else did it cost? It happened in uh, at the Cotton Bowl back in, like, the 40s where a player was running on the sideline. He got tripped by a player that was on that was off the field. Right? He got tripped by a player that was off the field, fell, hit the ground, didn't score. Isn't that an interference, though? They didn't see be... it. They didn't see it. Uh, that, seemed, that seems light. But fumbles going out of the end zone does feel like uh, we, we've tried to come up with a rule yeah. on this. Of we like, argued about this last time. Yeah. How do how do you set things up to, like, like what's what's fair? Because it, it definitely feels like it. Not change of possession. I can, I can, I'm open to arguments. It just cannot be the ball goes to the other team. Yeah. When you have an 80 yard drive and you get down to the one, you try to reach out and it goes through the end zone. It cannot be possession to the other team. I've said, uh, like, mine, my thought has been first and goal at the 10 or just do first and 10 from the 20, something like that. Just move it back a little bit, reset the downs, make them go again. Now, obviously, what they'd have if to the guard play against is from the ten. What they, yeah, what they'd have to guard against is somebody doing something squirrely to like get an extra set of downs, right? Like to end a game, you're trying to milk a clock. So, ooh, I fumbled out of bounds, fumbled out of the end zone. Reset the downs. We get another three. You guys are screwed. You got your stop, but I fumbled out of bounds and I fumbled through the end zone. So now you got to give it back. Like they'd have to guard against certain little. Like Belichick would definitely do that. Belichick, if he was coaching, would. You get a stop on third and goal and just like, well, yeah, just fumble out of the end zone if you're about to score a touchdown. Don't let them let you score the touchdown. Just throw the ball out of bounds and uh, you get to reset the downs and we'll milk the clock out on. Well, the NFL's competition committee discussed yesterday the rule about fumbling out of the end zone. And according to Judy Batista of NFL Media, eh, it didn't gain much traction. They're not very interested in changing that rule. This is one of those ones that it feels really obvious, like something needs to shift. But I don't know. Is it going to take a Saints-Rams play? Like, like, is this going to have to ruin a Super Bowl? Mm. Is somebody going to have to have a Super Bowl decided on one of these fumbles? And everybody's like, well, that was awful before the NFL has any movement on this. But they are not. They don't feel like it's while some feel that it's an unfair burden. Apparently, the general sentiment of the competition committee is that it is the ball carrier's responsibility to control the ball. And it's not a rule that needs to be changed. So similar to you don't want them to dance. Keep them out of the end zone. I uh, I keep going back and forth. This I'm with you. I think it's a dumb rule. It's too penal. But my problem is, is that if you just give them the ball back, that's not penalty enough. So I don't know what to do. I, I mean, you know what I mean? I just don't know what to do there. Like, I don't know what to do. Right it's got to be a yardage penalty. You back yeah, or lost and- down too. But like, what if it's on? What if it's on third down? Right. You know, like you lost it down. I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I do think that yeah, like just giving the ball the ten yard line first and goal. I mean, that's not much of a penalty, especially if you're on third down. It's tough. It, it just it feels like when, when the Raiders Cowboys game a couple of years ago, twenty a couple of years ago, we're talking seven years ago now. Uh, when when the twenty seventeen Raiders Cowboys game ends with Derek Carr reaching out and the ball just like his elbow gets hit and it just happens to like if it's a you know six inches further back, it's their ball at the one. But because it's six inches forward, it's a touchback and it's Dallas's ball. That seems a little stupid. But I I mean those are. 
it's the type of thing where the NFL competition committee says, oh, control the ball. Steven Jones has come on this very station and said he has no interest in changing the rule, that he's fine with it. And so people like Steven are in favor of it. They're not going to move on that one. One thing that there does seem to be some, some momentum behind is figuring out kickoffs and not figuring out kickoffs in the way of totally eliminating them, which it has felt like everything that the league has done in recent years has been a move to get rid of it. Yeah. And I don't know if, you know, putting Devin Hester in the Hall of Fame made them realize, hey, we, 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 we've got to get this play back a little bit. We can't just, you know, rob the people of this. But Judy Batista said that on Sunday, the competition committee discussed at length the XFL kickoff, which I am a big fan of. So the XFL kickoff basically has the kicker back at the 30 or 35 or whatever it is, kicking the ball off, and you've got the opponents on each side, the blockers and and the kick coverage team, basically are like five yards apart. And then once the ball is possessed, then they start blocking and they engage. So you don't have these car crash collisions the full length of the field that everybody thinks are so dangerous. But what's interesting is, and Mike Florio said he doesn't think there's enough people here to get the 24 votes out of the 32 to get it to pass right now. But uh, Judy Batista says that the NFL wants to repair this that they feel like there were too few returns this season and that they want to find a way to bring it back into the game while making sure it's safer which i'm all for you want to find a way to make it safer fine but i've just thought this entire time the whole push to essentially eliminate it was stupid because it's one of the most exciting plays in sports is when you get a kickoff return have you found that you've missed it a ton obviously bobby has i mean i i think the way it is now is i mean it's pointless obviously have I missed it? No. Do I wish that, like, I, do I think it would add to the game if it was back in it? Yeah, I do. I don't necessarily miss it. Like, if you wanted, if you told me tomorrow they were just going to give you the ball at the twenty-five and not even. I would think if you're fine. if you're if you're Dallas, like Stephen Jones, you're on the competition committee. I would think you'd want to argue for this. Like, you've got a sincere advantage back there returning kicks for you right now. Like, and that's something that is being wasted. You've got a guy who has the potential to like score every time he touches the ball that sort of an event and it just it happens so infrequently the ball's kicked out of the end zone every time i i hate that we're look we know this all happened because of concussions yes and we we know we know head injuries caused all this how much do they want to trade off and you know seesaw bringing it back versus the number of concussion and head issues this seems to be a win for the national football league with the way it's gone i have not missed it. if you ask me right now as a consumer of the sport I'm like, you're winning the concussion battle with it. You don't really have to bring it back that much. The numbers are through the roof. I haven't heard a ton of people complaining about kickoffs. Um, yes, it screws over returners, no doubt about it. But I think this has been a win for the NFL in terms of the health issue. Is there, if you were to think back over. Like, think about it, what's a bigger issue health and safety wise for the NFL right now, publicly and reality, turf or concussions? Publicly, oh, it's concussion still. Okay, um, I I would disagree. I think, like, I, think, I think I think public sentiment is turf. I think you, public sentiment is talking more about turf than concussions at the moment. Yeah. I think people view concussions as a more severe thing, but I think they oh, yeah okay they right, view it as yeah, not yeah. it's not it's as not the, routinely okay. causing problems. What's like a bigger the issue like in in the, in the NFL? You know, it's it's turf right now. I just I, I see to me it's if you can find like. Like they say, if you can find a safe way to bring it back in, though, and the XFL one, like, like I, if the data shows that the XFL returns were not causing concussions, introduce yeah. it back in the game. Win-win. To, win. to me, the most exciting, like, think back over just the last 30 years. Who are some of the most exciting players 
in the game. We would talk about, obviously, Barry Sanders and Randy Moss and people like that. But you start throwing out names like, okay, Devin Hester, Dante, Dante Hall. Hall, Josh Cribbs, uh, you know, Eric Metcalf. These were exciting players that... B. Mitch. They've said, yeah, Brian Mitchell. These guys have essentially been neutralized. Their impact on the game has been pretty much neutralized at this point. And that's kind of an, a, an era that I miss. I, Dante Hall was one of my favorite players of all time. I loved watching. There's that punt return against Denver that's, you know, been on highlight reels for years. They've just missed out on a lot of exciting opportunities. And the Cowboys, specifically to be selfish, the Cowboys have missed out on a real advantage that they have over a lot of other people in the league. And so if you can find a way to introduce that back, I'd be all for it. Caleb Williams. He's going the Lamar Jackson route, gentlemen. Uh, no agent? No agent. Wow. Which, if you were to say... If and I think Marvin Harrison not showing up to the combine and no agent as well. He's not hiring an agent. Appears he may not work out at Ohio State's Pro Day either. He feels like he's shown everything he needs to show, and yeah. it could only possibly hurt me. What, what, what do I have? His dad's going to be his agent, just intimidate the entire room. Yeah. yeah right. Making him Yeah, making what him do do? refuse. <laughs> <laughs> Put a horse head or something in, in the bed of the Bears. But, um, no, you look at Caleb Williams entering the league without an agent is interesting to me because a lot of these rookie contracts you don't necessarily need an agent for. Like, you're already slotted the money. Yep. Historically, they've talked about the third round being the round where you might need an agent because of the uniqueness of certain provisions that get built into contracts. But for the most part, everything's kind of laid out before you, and it's just kind of signed it. So that makes sense from that point. But is there anybody that needs an agent more just of, of the, the prominent players that we are aware of entering the draft? Doesn't Caleb Williams stand out as one of the guys that – you probably could use somebody in your ear to help you answer some of these questions about your leadership, your maturity. Like, do you really want to handle all of that on your own? Um, I don't think so. From his standpoint, uh, devil's advocate, because I agree, general. But from his standpoint, he's probably there's probably nothing he could do that would make him not go number one outside of a scandal coming out, right? Sure. Number two. Is the rookie contracts not standard? That's what I just said. The contract yeah, like, aspect so, like, of it is unnecessary. But there's no negotiating he can do with the money. Even He can't even negotiate little terms within the contract, it's, right? It's, it's negligible what you can negotiate yeah. or what, what, what can be manipulated. It's like, like he can't even say, I want a suite on every road it's little, trip. It, it's tiny provisions that, that you're able to, to negotiate with. But to me, the biggest thing is there are so many questions about him and his mental makeup and his yeah. maturity and things like that, that I would think you'd want somebody experienced dealing with teams to advocate for you. Even once you are picked, like once you're picked and you're in the NFL, I think you need somebody yeah. on your side to help you navigate. This all is that. another flag for me. It's a problem. It's another, it's not a red flag, but it's a flag. It's a yellow flag. It's just a question. It's another question that he's introducing into the equation. Let me, let me throw this at you. You've seen him play. You're, you're a scout or whatever. You're a team. He refuses to do any interviews. He doesn't. He won't meet with any teams before the draft. He won't do. He won't do a throw. He won't throw it ever. Ever. He's still going number one, right? I'll, well, here I'll tell you this. What if it comes down to that's what like? Is this a not this specific thing? But are the questions about his maturity and stuff enough that it teeters a team like Chicago to bail out of there? Right. Like and Chicago feels like we've got a quarterback potential. Tolo D just sent us DJ Moore saying no quarterback in this year's class compares to Justin Fields right now. So the number one target for Justin Fields showing that support mm. in Chicago. John Smoltz, Ranger, hater, misunderstood. Let's get ready. 
for John Smoltz on the home of the World Series champs right after this. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 